broadcasting from a location somewhere near Wrigley Field. It's Mike and Mark Love the Cubs with Mike Maloney and Mark Rosenthal. And now, here's Mike and Mark. Hello and welcome to another edition of Mike and Mark Love the Cubs. I'm Mike. I'm Mark. And, and we, we love the Cubs. Cubs. Mark, we're back. Oh, Mike, we're it's so been back. A, it's been a hot second. It's been a hot minute, Mike. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, this is so exciting. Get to talk about our beloved Cubbies. I'm going to get this on the mic. Cracking open that little old style. Let's talk about our favorite baseball team right about now, Mark. Fantastic. Well, Mike, as you know, the Toronto Blue Jays aren't doing too well right now. It's bumming me out. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, they, they they got there and they got no hit by a fellow Canadian and then... Yeah, how, how brutal is it that the first Canadian pitcher to throw a no-hitter in Canada doesn't play for a Canadian team. Ooh, yeah, real bad. And that also means in the long history of both the Blue Jays and the Montreal Expos, yep. at no point did they have a Canadian pitcher pitch a no-hitter. Right. I can bet, though, that all the Blue Jays fans, when the no-hitter happened, were like really polite about it, though. Oh, sure. Yeah, they were probably more excited that a yeah. fellow Canadian accomplished yes. something. Like, very, very pleasant about it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, 100%. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, great. Well, Mark, you know, it's been a, a, been a bit... Since we since we've gotten uh, together and and you know for the most part I would say the past couple three weeks stretch for the Cubs has been for the most part pretty solid yeah pretty albeit good. a little incons- frustratingly inconsistent but you're seeing glimpses of really what this team can definitely do absolutely Mike we're sitting at twenty two and seventeen right now I think uh, you know we had that stretch where we absolutely just made the Brewers. Our bitch, and yes. it was great. Yep, that's uh, that was putting so it, nice. Yeah, that's that's the correct turn of phrase. Yeah, we put a bridle on them and rode them all the way to the grocery <laughs> and store. And it was delicious. Mm-hmm. It was we so used them good. as pack animals. It was great. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, we lost five in a row, and that was a bummer. But since then, we've kind of been back to uh, more winning than not. Yes. Um, we unfortunately only took two out of three from the White Sox, which is kind of a bummer because they are the worst team, not just in baseball, yeah. but in life. Yeah, we, we thought that the Marlins were going to be a, like a T-ball team this mm-hmm. year. And, and su- surprisingly, or maybe not surprisingly, like the White Sox, have are, they're like worse than a T-ball team. Yeah, they are... Uh, I don't know what it's like. There are a bunch of there are a bunch of kids who thought that they were going to be coming to play kickball, and then they were told that they're playing softball, and they're like, "I I don't know what's going on." That sounds about right. Yeah, and so they're yeah. so they're just learning how to play the game. They're very bad. Yeah, right. And they're wondering like, everybody's giving them stares when they come out onto the field for warm up, and they're kicking those giant red balls, and everybody's oh. like, "Guys, what are you doing?" And then it turns into like a giant four square game. Ooh, yeah. I've played four square in a very long time. Yeah. Bomb at four square. Were you? Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, a dodgeball yeah. guy. Oh yeah. I like hitting people in the face, Mike. That's that's perfectly fair. I derive sexual enjoyment from it. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. No, well, you know when I used to play four square growing up, like back in my hometown, we kind of like played these weird rules where like you didn't just have to hit the ball into another square; you could just catch the ball, and then throw it into another square. Like, you didn't have to keep hitting the ball to bounce it and keep it going. Oh, yeah, that's how we always played. Yeah. That's not weird. Yeah. That you can just catch the ball. You can just catch the ball and throw it into somebody else's Mm -hmm. square. It wasn't like continuous mode. No. Oh, great. Cool. Yeah, so we're on the same page. Yeah, it sounds like you were doing it the right way, and anybody else who's doing it the other way is wrong. Yeah, definitely. And I would definitely impersonate, like, 
as best I could, Michael Jordan in Space GM dunking whilst throwing the ball into another square. Sure, yeah, yeah. From, like, the half-court line, Absolutely. stretching your arm out oh, by yeah, 400 definitely. feet. Yeah. Yep, definitely, oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, but enough about our, sp- our March Sports proclivities growing that's true, up. That's true, um, Let's get back to our beloved Cubs. Yeah, um, we swept a Milwaukee. That was great. Uh, we had a, a decent series in Colorado after that. We did, uh, were, well, not a decent. We lost two of three and then yeah. got swept by the Cardinals. But then we come back... And we take three from the Marlins. Yep. We take two of three from the White Sox. You gotta like that because we're beating the teams that we're supposed to beat. That's right. Exactly. Um, and now we're kind of you know getting on a tear and, and playing the Atlanta Braves right now, which we're currently tied. We took last night from them. That's nice right. Nice to see us have a comeback victory in the ninth inning. Always fun to see that. Especially against a solid team like the Braves. Yes. Kind of one of the surprise teams of MLB. No Definitely. one expected them to be quite as good as they are. And they're playing very very yes, well right now. They are. Yeah. Um, they're really kind of kind of a fun team to watch. Yeah. When we're absolutely. not playing them. Sure. Yeah, as it yeah. as it goes. As of right now. Now they are my are my bitter bitter enemy. Yes, but on any other day, an, I'd be like, no, oh, look at those guys having fun. Good for them. Yeah, like come Friday, I'll be like, oh yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. tomorrow, pure hatred. Absolutely. Yeah, done, yeah. done, done, done. All right. Well, um, Mark, should we just get right into it? Our main our main things that we want to get into. That's right, Mark. All right. Let's do it. Well, let's. We start every uh, every podcast when we recap uh, a couple of weeks. We're going to give you our MVP and our LVP of this last little stretch of the Cubs season, which we're very excited about. Mark, let's let's we're gonna we like to start on happy notes. That's right. Let's we start love positive. The the happiest of happy notes. Mark, who is your MVP for the last couple of weeks for our Chicago Cubs? Mike, I don't think objectively there is any other choice but Javi Baez. No. no Javi Baez. I, I, I was reading this ESPN article uh, the other day. Uh, from a- April 11th until May 11th, Javi Baez had an on-base plus slugging of over a thousand. That's crazy. Without a walk. Without a walk. He did not have a single walk. Yeah. So he's swinging that long. That just means he's hitting doubles all the time yeah. and home runs. Yep. It's insane. You know, his average is still sitting around his like career pace around like 270, which is normal. Uh, you know, you like to see maybe a little higher where it was earlier in the season. But he is transformed into uh, a really great bad ball hitter and also a good ball hitter. Uh, he's not tied for the second in Major League Baseball in RBIs. Crazy. He's batted all over the lineup. He's let off. He's batted second. He's batted cleanup uh, st- and still providing amazing defense uh, up the middle. And on top of that, one or two spectacular just fun plays per game. Yes, definitely. S- you know, sliding into second base with that sweet swim move where he just like moves oh, his body. The, st- the slide of oh. the year. That, that got me oh. all, all excited. All got, excited everywhere. It got me jingly tingly. Yeah, down it, made my me, it made me want. It. it got me super excited, and then I, and then I just wanted to have some cheese and crackers. It was, yeah, it was delicious. I had to change pants. It was it, it was very powerful. Did you change in? What kind of pants did you change into? Pajama pants. Do pa- pajama pants? Yeah. All right. So yeah, just nice and comfy. Yeah. No, no, no. I've got like these uh, uh, old navy just pajama, pajama pants. pants. Yeah, okay. the flannel pants. I oh, guess. I love it. Yeah. Now it's too hot though. Now I can't wear them. You can't wear them anymore. No, no. Once it's warm, it's shorts or nothing. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So it's shorts. Okay. I do not sleep naked, Mike. I would love some cheese and crackers right now. Mm, I bet you would. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, but I have to agree with you, Mark. Javi Baez is like, I know in our last podcast, I was I was struggling between the bullpen versus Javi Baez of for course. MVP. And I know that he heard the podcast and uh, he, he, took, he took that to heart. And continue to just go on an absolute tear. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I so I will take absolute credit for this. Mike, if you didn't take credit for it, I'd be upset. 
It's very important to yes. me that you get what you deserve. Yes, thank you so much. Well, yeah. the other thing that I have to put out there is, you know, a couple things that I'm seeing from Hobby that I that I've absolutely loved. One, during the the later like the last part of April and into early May that we're dealing with, the weather's been really inconsistent. We talked about the weather being my LVP last time. Right. You know, and he was kind of providing a lot of the offensive power and spark through that time when no one else was really producing, um, which is great. You see him, what was our, what was always, you know, his kryptonite since he's been in the league, you throw him a slider low and away that just breaks away from the plate and he swings at it every single Mm -hmm. time and would swing like the incredible Hulk and miss it and turn around seven times. Well, he missed it. Yes. Um, but he's laying off that pitch now, and or he's making contact with it. Well, the crazy thing is, like, if you look at his, like, if you like the ESPN, like, batting average tracker, like, when you're watching the games, it's got, like, the little grid of what their batting average is per, like, grid part. Low and away is his highest average. That's insane. That's where he's hitting all the best balls. Now, away, like, like dick up mm-hmm. away fuck it he's not hitting anything <laughs> not doing anything no 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 but he's golf balling balls all over the place yeah he's got a trusty nine iron out there yes. he's, he's yeah. making it happen you know the other thing yeah I just I, I, I've loved to see kind of his approach to the plate and he's just god when Javi Baez is playing good baseball it is so goddamn fun to watch and to see him produce spe- specifically when he was in that seven spot of the lineup because you had him and then Hayward and the pitcher. And and when Hayward was struggling, you know, for the first part, he's kind of turned it around. He's been, you know, producing a little bit when he hasn't been on the DL. But to see him in that seven spot and to know that they're not going to give him a lot to pitch because the next two people behind him are basically are, automatic outs. Are guaranteed outs. And to see him still produce has been absolutely phenomenal. And I love that, um, you know, Joe Madden will put him anywhere and he's producing and having fun doing it. I 100% agree with your MVP. Uh, comment there. Well, Mike, now that uh, we've spent all this time giving Javi Baez an audio hug, yes. uh, who is your MVP? For my the last my few MVP weeks of the is, is also kind of, I would say, uh, maybe an obvious choice. As of late, he's been playing a lot better lately. My man, Anthony Rizzo. Oh, yes. The heart and soul of the Chicago Cubs mm-hmm. team. Had a rough April. A really rough April. Yes. He, you know, he slept on a bad mattress. He had a backache for a while. He just had to be out. So he was on the, he started on the 10-day DL. After he got off, he just couldn't get his back going. Um, our team really missed him. But, it, you know, in the past two weeks or so, he has come around when we swept the Marlins, when we were playing some really good baseball and winning a lot of games. It was because he was actually producing, hitting a lot of home runs. I think in like a two-week span, he went on a tear, raised his batting average almost 70 points or something yep. like that. I mean, the hips are gyrating and they are in full swing right now it is awesome to see oh yeah absolutely mike like like there's no there's no doubt that anthony rizzo was going to turn it around right totally at no point were we thinking well that's it he's done he's washed that's like, it <laughs> throw him in the garbage trade him away like you know it's anthony rizzo he is the model of consistency he has been since he's been with the cubs uh so yeah it's it's just great to see him like ramp it up now you know he struggled coming out of the gate last year too like most of the team did um so it's good to see him just like you know fall off that horse get back on it and then punch that horse into submission yeah. until it does what he goddamn wants it yeah, to absolutely uh and, it, and it's really great you know when you have guy it's so 
albeit frustrating sometimes, but it's also so awesome when all these bats are kind of collectively come together. Like you can totally see it brewing right now. Mm -hmm. We're not living, we're not playing our best baseball, which we're going to get to in in our main segment. But I would say like we're, we're getting there and the pieces are starting to fall together. I would say on the pitching side of things is where we need a lot of more consistency and improvement from. Yeah. Um, and I would just say offensively, we just need more consistency. We have games where we score 11 runs and then the next game we score one run or we go four games and score three runs or, or whatever. We, right. just need to, we need to pick that up a little bit. Yeah. And Mike, real quick, I just want to throw a shout out. Honorable mention MVP and only for one play, Kyle Schwarber. Yes. Last night uh, against the Atlanta Braves. So last night would have been uh, uh, Tuesday the 15th. Makes a, a, a batted ball, bounces off of a glove, rolls off. Or sorry, not a batted ball. Uh, Contreras tried to throw someone out, stealing it second. Ball just bounces right off the runner, goes into the field. Kyle Schwarber is able to track it down barehanded and throw a laser to home plate right into Contreras' glove exactly where the runner is sliding. It yep. was an amazing play. Totally. And it's uh, a play that he couldn't have made last year. No, absolutely uh, not. And I just want to give uh, you, skinny Kyle Schwarber, one of these. Good work, buddy. Yeah. Mine, mine, was, mine was a little bit... It's uh, it kind of weird. Yeah, it had a weird vacuum seal yeah, to it. it was, yeah, it was kind of... I mean, I'm, I think he likes it. Oh, I'm sure. I'm, I'm, sure. Th- I'm sure he just likes any kisses. Kisses yeah. are nice. Kisses, yeah, they're, they're, they're just so delightful. It's so great. I feel like he would, he would say that. He'd be like, oh, that was delightful. But it has been awesome to see. His defense is improving a lot. Um, and I, I think that's also helping him keeping in the lineup a little, a little bit more consistently. Yes. Also got to give a shout out to my guy, Albert Armora. He needs to lead off and play center field all the time. The guy is just an absolute maniac. Yes. Uh, he made a catch tonight, Wednesday the 16th. And uh, Mark, I don't know if you've seen it. He robbed a home run. It's absolutely incredible. Ooh, I'll have to look I, that oh, up. Oh, man, I, I want cheese and crackers right Ooh, now. Nice. Like a nice gruyere with some, some multi-grain crackers. Oh, you lost me at the multi-grain, Mike. Triscuits? Oh, Triscuits, yes, yeah. please. Okay, yeah, great. all yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Triscuits or, is the cracker as far as I'm concerned. Or what if I gave you just some, like, buttered Ritz crackers with the, the cheese from a can? So you <laughs> ate the cracker and then <laughs> cheese from a can in your mouth. I'm not a Ritz guy, man. I don't like oh. Ritz. But They're you're all about sweet. that. I'm, all... About the, I'm all about the easy cheese, man. Okay, great. Okay. Yeah, that you can just spray right in there. No oh, big deal. Perfect. But yeah, man. You just don't like Ritz crackers. I just don't. Don't dig them, man. They're too sweet. I think they're delicious. Eh. They're okay with peanut butter, I guess. Okay. If you're eating them as a dessert, but don't put salty things on them. It's just going to ruin my salty things. What about bananas? Fuck you, Mike. <laughs> That's what about bananas. Fuck you. Whoa. You, you, I think we've made, I knew, I, we've I made knew it what pretty I was clear. I knew made what it what I was pretty doing clear now. my feelings on bananas, and it is that they are the bane of my existence, and that if they went extinct tomorrow and we never saw another one in the wild ever again... I'd be the happiest person ever. Wow. Yes. Okay. Well, speaking of bananas, Mark, I'd gladly trade the Cubs 2016 World Series. Like, I, if I could make a deal with the devil and he's like, I'll erase bananas, but then the Cubs never won the World Series. I'd be like, done. Do it. Wow. Yeah. With confidence. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, speaking of bananas and things that we don't like, uh, we're going to get into our, our the next negative portion of our segment. Yes. Um, I think these next couple of people that we're going to mention probably have been eating a fair share of bananas, which is why they're not playing... The greatest right now. Mark, let's talk about our LVPs for the sure. past couple of yes. weeks. yes. 
Uh, Mike, my LVP, and it's, again, I don't think objectively there's any other choice. It's you, Darvish. Yeah, hands down. Uh, and I don't think he is eating bananas, because if he was, he'd have potassium, and he wouldn't have cramped up in the fourth inning of that game yesterday. Unbelievable. Uh, he finally has a decent pitching performance, uh, and he fucking cramps up and has to get taken out of the game. Uh, Mike, I I can't. I'm so disappointed. Right. You know. I, yeah. I can't, like he just goes on the 10 day DL because of it. Like, what I can only assume is like a tummy ache or something like that. Yeah. Well, just, like eat your goddamn Flintstones vitamins and get the f back out there and earn your contract. When on top of that, Mike, when he is out there, he is not earning his contract. No, definitely he is not right now. severely underperforming. Um, it's it's rough, mm-hmm. Mike. He's bad. His ERA is over five. He's not doing any of the things that you Darvish does, and it's starting to look like he might not, and that's unfortunate. And that's super unfortunate. Especially with all the money that we are shoveling into his fucking house. Yeah, for sure. Well, the one thing that, you know, I will say, maybe not in, because I agree with everything that you're saying right now. It's a very obvious choice. Maybe in a little bit of defense of you Darvish, but, you know, it's almost the starting pitching staff as a whole, right? The one thing that I think that we're not getting from these guys and what we need is for these guys to eat up innings. Sure. Right? You Darvish can't get out of the fifth inning. He just can't do it right now. Um, and you're seeing that across the board. Like, we're not really getting guys who are getting us a lot of quality starts right now, which I think... With the exception of John Lester right now. Well, of course. I mean, I'm yeah, Papa John. I, I, yeah. I, I, like, I love the him. angriest man in baseball. The, uh, now that John Lackey's retired. Oh, right, yes. yes. Sorry, John Lackey. No, you gotta add that qualifier, and please don't come after do me, not John come, Lackey. Do not come and find us, John Lackey. I know that you know where we live somehow miraculously. Yeah, oh, he definitely does. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Not that I... But, like, objectively, I don't know that it would be very hard to figure out, like, where we live. Because, like, the internet's a scary place. Facebook sells all sorts of shit. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Um, but don't don't sell my shit, Facebook. You sell my shit. I have nothing that's, yeah, that's worth taking. I'm on Facebook. They've <laughs> yeah. already... The, the they damage, got my shit. Yeah, yeah, the damage has been done. Yeah. It's really okay. Well, Mike. At least we got old style. Yeah, exactly. Let me get to my. Let me I was going to say, now that, now, that, now that we've all bummed ourselves yeah. out with the idea of, <laughs> of, of. Of companies just stealing all of our data. Correct. But not really stealing, but of us just like. Of freely giving it free, to them. Yeah, we're just giving it to them. Like, eh, whatever, it's fine. I mean, do you want to read all 450 pages of the terms and agreements? Because I don't. No. I, I, Mark, you're, you're operating under the assumption that I can read. Sure, you're yeah. right. Mike, can you not read? <laughs> No. <laughs> Mike, you've done very well for yourself thank not you, knowing how to read. Thank you so Good job, much. Buddy. Thank you so much. But I, you know what? Maybe there's a billion-dollar business idea. What if terms and conditions could be formed into some sort of, like, audiobook? Oh, interesting. What if, what, if, what if every time you signed up for some sort of service and they gave you the terms and conditions in an audiobook? You, you had li- the option to listen to the audiobook? Yeah, book would up? you listen to the audiobook? I Probably not. What I, if, you know, I might the first time just to see what it is. What if, like, Patrick Stewart or Sir Ian McKellen was uh, narrating the terms and Ooh, conditions audiobook? I, I mean, I'd give it a shot. Yeah. For sure, yeah. yeah. If they got a really good voice for it, okay. yeah, I would be on board for that. Yeah, or what if they, what if they like, just hired somebody... Who has just like an awful voice to match like the fact that you're reading the terms and conditions. Like if they did like a Gilbert Godfrey or Louis Anderson or something like oh, that. Oh, interesting. That also might be good just for uh, unintentional or I guess intentional, unintentional comedy's sake. But uh, I don't know. I, I feel like after, like Mike, I have a hard time listening to like 
regular books on tape. Yeah. And those are like actual things with plot and story. <laughs> but I really don't want to listen to anyone like Gilbert Godfrey just be like, So if that Article 1! <laughs> we you own do your this? shit! Yeah, nah, I don't, Article I don't. 2! We still own your shit. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I feel like I have a really good Gilbert Godfrey. It's way better than mine. Yeah, well done, buddy. <laughs> all right, let's get to my LVP because we got to get all this negative juju out yes. of the way. Um, you, you know, mine's a little more under the radar, uh, but I have to just put it out there. Luke Farrell. Oh, poor Luke Farrell. Re- our relief pitcher comes in and is with the team for just a little bit. Comes in for the St. Louis series and two appearances in a row, two back-to-back games. Comes in. With the ability to keep us in the game and gives up walk-off home runs to lose the games. And then immediately after the St. Louis series, almost, I, I think he was probably still on the field. Sure. Uh, and the bus showed up and took him back to AAA. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Absolutely. there are lots of other choices. I think this whole starting pitching staff right now is a little frustrating. Uh, Jose Quintana's not pitching very well. Oh, don't even uh, get me started on that. Uh, you're the, the Cy Young winner I know. himself. Um, you, you know, I, I would just think our pitching, I need a little bit more consistency there, yeah. right? Our and bullpen the th- has been unbelievable. I almost picked... I almost picked Pedro Stroke for my MVP. I mean, he's and I right hate Pedro. You know how much I hate Pedro Stroke. Almost as much as I hate bananas. I really dislike Pedro Stroke, but he is pitching so well right now. He's pitching very well. Uh, Brad Dunsing only recently gave up his first run of the year. Yeah, like Brandon Morrow. That signing so far so good looks yeah. absolutely incredible. Steve batting five hundred for us. Oh yeah, and you know, gotta say. Good looking dude. Oh yeah, Good he's looking. a handsome he's, man. He's a tall drink of water. Yeah, and I'm he like, is. Hey, buddy. He's like a dark great. horse candidate for like prettiest cub. Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, like ooh. he's got a long way to go before he overla- overtakes my man Chris Bryant. And those beautiful eyes. Yeah. And, and I mean, just the the porn hips of Anthony Rizzo. Of course. Well, but he's a dark horse candidate. By the end of the year, you know, maybe if he gets the if like the queer eye guys come by and give him a little, uh, I'll give him a little, little makeover. Shush, yeah. If you will. Is that what the is that? Uh, that's just my term. I, oh, that's your that's term. I haven't watched it. Oh, it's, you gotta watch it. It's I've fantastic. heard a lot of good things. It's great. I watched the original one, and I was all about the original one. When the new one came out, I was like, "Well, who are these assholes? <laughs> these aren't these aren't the guys I like." Yeah, where's well, Tim Gunn? Tim Gunn was on the original one, right? No, no, no. Ted Allen. Ted Allen. Yeah. Mm, Host Chopped. of Chopped. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Anyways, going back to Luke Farrell, like very short stint with the Cubs didn't really work out. Um, all the best, buddy, but things are not working out. Mm-mm. Honorable mention of LVP is just their starting pitching staff. They got to get it together. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. Absolutely, Mike. Mark, should we head to our main segment of uh, our podcast right now? Sure. You know, let's hop on uh, Luke Farrell's bus to Iowa, and we'll mm-hmm. just get off on the way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that way we don't have to walk there. Yeah, absolutely. We'll get on the uh, the 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 truck stop on I eighty, just on the other side of Iowa. It's the biggest yeah. truck stop on I eighty. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. I've been there. I've been there several times. Yeah, a lot of airbrush t shirts. We mm-hmm. can get some uh, some dream catchers. Yeah, some beef jerky. I, I bought a. Ed Money Greatest Hits tape there on the way to visit my buddy at Iowa. Nice. Yeah, it was pretty great. That's awesome. Uh, I wish I had that tape still. I don't have anything I can listen to it on, but just knowing that I had Eddie Money's Greatest Hits on cassette tape. On cassette tape? Mm hmm. Mm, I can't wait for cassette tapes to make a comeback, just like vinyl. Sure, like as a as like a ironic sort of thing. Yeah. Except vinyl actually sounds good and tapes do not. Yeah. Well, yeah. It'll be like the ironic hipster thing, you know, like everybody all of a sudden in in fucking Williamsburg, Brooklyn, is gonna start owning cassette tapes. They're like, yeah, they're like, yo, come on over to my place. We're gonna watch Dirty Rotten Scoundrels on, on Betamax. Oh, pew pew pew. 
Okay, let's get into our main segment of our podcast today, Mark. Uh, why, don't you, why don't you flavor us up a little bit? Well, Mike, as you know, the Cubs, the Cubs are playing well. We're over 500. We're doing very well. But we're not doing it as well as we could be doing. Yes. But, Mike, that's no reason to fret. Hmm. So I don't know if you know this, Mike, but it could be a whole lot worse. Cue that music. Believe me, Cubs fans, it could be worse. Mark, you know, it... It could be a hell of a lot worse right now. It could be so much worse, Mike. So we we came up with this idea that like yeah, I I'm we're both eternal optimists, right? We always the glass is always half full. That's right. And there's a lot of things going on in Major League Baseball right now that you could say yeah, if that was my team, at least that's not my team. At least yes. that's not happening to anybody I'm rooting for, mm-hmm. right? And so what we have a we have a couple of honorable mentions that we'll get to, but we have a we have three things that are hard and fast that. It could be a lot worse for these three things. That's right. And uh, I think our first thing, let's start um, with a guy who was a starting pitcher and yes. at one point was very good and played for um, a very a, a high market team, you know, seen by a lot of people, got injured, was kind of the darling and was going to be the next big thing and didn't really live up to the hype. I'm talking about Matt Harvey. Yes. It could be worse. It could be worse, It could be worse. We could be Matt Harvey. That's right. We could be Matt Harvey's uh, uh, poor fucking rib that they had to rip out of his body so he could continue to play baseball. Yeah, and it didn't even, like, spawn another human like Eve or anything like that. Yeah, what a jerk. Yeah. (laughs) Come on, Matt Harvey. Work on that. Here's the thing about Matt Harvey. It wouldn't be such a dramatic fall uh, if he wasn't such an asshole. Oh, like, I look at him and I'm like, God damn. Damn it, I know you're an asshole. Like, I'm sorry, but Matt, like, for Matt Harvey, to be the kind of guy who's got the brass fucking nuts to come out and nickname himself the Dark Knight. Yeah. Fuck you, yeah. buddy. Dude, fuck oh. you. Like, I already am predisposed to hating this guy because he pays for, he plays for the Mets. Oh, like, yeah. already that's a huge demerit yep, in my book. Definitely. But add to that, like, you're comparing yourself to Batman. I'm sorry, sir. Nope. But uh I know Batman. I have met Batman, and you, sir. Are no Batman. You are not Batman. And so, of course, uh, you know his his injury history is uh, well documented. Had Tommy John a few years ago, successfully came back from that. But after that, kind of started dipping to the point that they had to, like I said, rip a rib out of his body, uh, and uh, a surgery that very, 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 very few people have been able to come back from and play well afterwards. And as such, he started this season. Uh, Crapping the proverbial bed. Oh yeah! Can you imagine that doctor's appointment when they when you're like in the office and they're like, "Well, I don't know, nothing's really working, Matt Harvey." I, I, I mean, I guess we could just pull out a rib and see what happens. Right. I can imagine that's that's how that all went. Sure. I mean, we're definitely oversimplifying what is probably a very serious like injury. Yes. Uh, oh yeah, 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 definitely. But at the same time, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like they're like just grasping at straws. They're like, "Well, let's take a rib out. Let's see what happens." Yeah. Right. Nah, that didn't work. All right, let me take one from the other side, and we'll balance it out a little bit. Yeah, you got to you got a spleen. You got two. I see you got two spleens. You want to get rid of? He has two spleens, apparently. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fun fact. Fun fact about Matt Harvey's medical history. But the other thing, you know, in the Matt Harvey saga, he uh, he gets there and he's struggling, and so they want to fix him. So they they put him in as a reliever. Yes. And he comes in and just keeps just pooping everywhere. Sure. It's, and, it's and he violent. Did, and he did not want to come out. 
come out of the bullpen either. No. And so eventually the New York Mets, rightfully so, tell him, guess what, buddy? You're going to the minor leagues. Yes, to figure it out. Yes. And Matt Harvey did not take that very well. No, he was like, nah, brah, I'm cool. And then just went out drinking all night and did some cocaine. Yeah. I think he did some Allegedly. Cocaine. Yeah, allegedly, <laughs> right? Yeah, and it's like, oh my gosh, I'm in New York City and I spend all my time just partying and stuff like that. And then I wonder why I can't pitch a baseball really fast because I don't really take care of my body. Mm, I wonder why that happened. Yeah. Anyways, so they try to uh, uh, give him the option to go to the minor leagues. He says, nah, man, I'm cool. And so they're like, okay, Deuces, you're out of here. We're going to designate you for assignment. Mm-hmm. And then from there, we just see who wants to pick him up. And guess who picks him up? The Cincinnati Reds. So instead, instead, Mark, instead of being like, hey, you want to go to the minor leagues and just take a couple of starts where there's no pressure to like figure out your arm and see what happens and then you can come back up, he opted, he, he made the choice and he decided that Cincinnati was a better situation yeah. than going to the minor leagues. He left one of the biggest markets in the country. <laughs> a for place... some fucking skyline chili. That's right. I know I know I know he didn't I know how Dia like when you designate someone for assignment, they don't have a choice about who gets them picked up. But in this case he had the choice. And like he was like, ah, oh, graders, skyline, I'm cool, yeah, I'll fucking do that. Right. And I'm Matt Harvey, I don't know if you know this, but Cincinnati's not really known for its nightlife. Like, you're not going to have, like, the wealth of, like, supermodels and, and people to, like, hit on creepily in bars, allegedly, again. Uh, but I, he just looks like it, Mike. He just oh, looks like yeah, it. Yeah, he just, like, constantly... He looks like a creep. I'm yeah. sorry. He looks like the guy that would just, like, sit in a corner drinking a vodka Red Bull. Yeah, yeah. yeah but like, not ironically. It's his favorite drink. Yeah, definitely. With, like, one leg just, like, perched up against the wall and he's, like, stirring the straw. Yeah, every place, every every business he goes into, I feel like he tries to find the only chair that's in a corner where there's no windows or anything. Because he read in, like, a business book a long time ago that that's the power seat and no one can sneak up on him. <laughs> yep, absolutely. I feel like that's what he does. That's what he does. Uh... And again, a lot of this is just because he played for the Mets. And again, that's an automatic demerit in my book. But also, the guy's an asshole. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Super big jerk. So guys, it could be worse. We could be Matt Harvey. It, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mark, let's go to our second um, thing of it could be worse. You know, there is a team mm-hmm. that has been a very competitive team. And the Cubs have had to go through. We've lost to them. Oh. It's been it's been tough, right? Got a great roster, humongous payroll. I'm talking about the LA Dodgers. That's right. They are. They were, you know, many people's pick to win the World Series this year. And or, yeah. and and guess what, Mark? They're not good at baseball right now. Yeah, they're not good at baseball. They are not. It could be worse. It could be so much. We worse. could be rooting for the LA Dodgers. That's right, Mike. What happened to Clayton Kershaw? I I don't... I think he just, like, came down from, like, it, to more of a human level. Right. Like, he's... Look, Clayton Kershaw's still okay. He's not, like, junk in the bed like you, Darvish, here. But he is not pitching at Clayton Kershaw levels. No. And the only thing I can think of is Joe Buck, after years of just, like, digging his nose into Clayton oh. Kershaw's butthole has oh, finally yeah. been fully absorbed yes. and is now like impinging on some sort of bone or structure inside Clayton Kershaw forcing him to not being able to throw the ball wait a minute Mike if we take out Clayton Kershaw's rib it might work oh my god yep that's it that's it I'm gonna open up a beer to that 
Okay. Mm. Mm. Yes. Oh my gosh. But it's either that. I can imagine there's just a lot of chafing going on on in that little situation right there. Sure. When you got when you got Joe Buck in there and he's been up there for a while. Yeah, yeah. Like who? Uh, that's got to be uncomfortable. Well, Mike, he's got glasses on. I mean, that's first of all. I mean, like no, nothing against people who wear glasses, but it can't be easy to go up to a inside a butthole while wearing glasses. No, no, no. They got sharp edges in there. Yeah, absolutely. Like, Joe Buck. Put some contacts on, buddy. Yeah, for sure. I'm pretty sure he wears contacts now, yeah, too. I, mean, yeah. I don't think he's worn glasses in a very long time. No, for the for the purpose of the story, it's... It, yes, that's right. It's glasses. Uh, with transitional lenses, obviously. <laughs> I mean, come on. No, but you know what? The, the LA Dodgers have, I would say, have a lot more problems than just Clayton Kershaw. I mean, you have uh, a guy, Corey Seager, who um, is their starting shortstop all-star kind of anchor defensively and a, and a MVP really, candidate last MVP year. candidate like a really good player like out having Tommy John surgery and out for the whole entire a season. A non-pitcher having yeah. Tommy John. It's crazy. And like I mean we talked about Matt Harvey and like punchable faces. Oh my god, I want to punch Corey Seager in the face. So like it kind of makes me oh, a little bit happy yeah. that 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 he's like in, it like fills me with a little bit of joy. Um, but man, the Dodgers are struggling right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I want to punch, uh, what's his name? The the ginger caveman. Oh, Justin, Justin Turner. Oh, Justin Turner. I want to punch Justin Turner in the face. Oh, yeah, and, and I mean, speaking of injuries, he broke his wrist in spring training and hasn't really played this season. Like, they are just dealing with um, a lot of injuries right now. Sure, yeah, well, good, good, they should be. Yeah. So yeah, Mike, the, the, the Dodgers have had... Uh, they're falling apart. Yeah, they're they're falling apart. It's kind of what was happening to uh, the Mets last year with yeah. Syndergaard and Harvey and all absolutely, that stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. And this injury bug illness has now gone from New York to L.A. Yeah, now, the question, it is bi-coastal. That's right. And here's the thing, Mike. The question is... Did it go, you know, through flyover country and like trek, you know, westward, mm-hmm. uh, like the pioneers of old, or did it circumnavigate the globe and kind of like sneak up on LA and was like, boom, gotcha. ah, you scared me there. Ah, no, it's crazy. No, but you know, you got to think like, just, so there's a lot of people that are out there that are saying like, oh, it's the Dodgers. It's still May. It is early in the season. Like they could figure it out. But with the players that they're leaving right now, they're, they're, Eight games back of first place right now. And you have teams like Colorado and Arizona who are playing excellent baseball right now. Like, that's going to be hard to catch. Granted, you also have San Francisco in the middle there, but their median age is 85 years old. So, like, that is probably eventually going to catch up with them. Sure. And Madison Baumgartner still still hurt. Yes. Yeah. Very much still hurt. Yeah. Still um, recovering from his Shorts accident. Yes. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um Save the sources. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so, like, it, I, I guess, like, the, even the hope of optimism for the Dodgers that things could get better throughout the entire season, like, I don't know, I don't really see it. And it kind of fills me with joy. A little bit, I know, right? <laughs> it's kind of nice. Like, no amount of, of, of Magic Johnson smiling for the camera is going to save this team this time. Oh, no, no, no. You know, uh, every year, you know, they the Dodgers end up, you know, making a run to the playoffs and then end up, Deuce in the bed. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it's always Magic Johnson front and center, like, well, it's okay. Big smile. Yeah, and, for sure. You know, trying to, you know, try and make things look good. Next year's the year. Um, but it's not. Yeah. It's For a team with such a high payroll and it's, as many great players as they, seemingly great players that they have. Oh, yeah. They are not playing well. They're not all. very playing very mm-hmm. well. And oh. it's, uh, you know, as they say, Mark, it could be worse. 
That's right. It we, could be worse. We could be fans of the Dodgers. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Now, before we get to this last one, Mike, okay. let's go through our honorable mentions. The honorable mentions. Could be worse. Very, very. It could be worse. I like yes. that. Um, the first one, I would say, we mentioned him just previously. Madison Bumgarner. Yes. Still very much injured. Yes. And who knows when he's going to come Second back. Second straight year that he's injured himself right at the beginning of the year. At least this time it wasn't a... Uh, I mean, it was a dumb accident because he was thrown from the back of a shark horse. Yes. But uh, as we all know, shorses are uh, beautiful creatures. Beautiful creatures. Uh, but they're untamed. Them, but untamed. Who correct, knows what can happen? Correct. But if you treat them with respect, they treat you with respect. And clearly Madison Bumgarner has no respect for shark horses. <laughs> And that's a problem. Yeah. Um, our second honorable mention, uh, we could have been Ichiro. Yes. Ichiro came right. back to the Mariners this year. It was really exciting. And then they were just like, can you, can you go? Can you go away? Can you go away? I mean, this poor guy waited all summer to sign with a team. He wanted to keep playing baseball. And nobody wanted him to play. Nobody. Instead, they hired him for some weird front office job, and then were like, you know what? How about you bench coach for a game? How about that? How about you sit in the dugout and you watch yeah. the game pass you by, yep. Ichiro? Oh, it's kind, yeah. of, it's kind of sad. It is kind of it sad. It is kind of sad. Um, I would say, uh, let's get on to our another one. Uh, Brian Price, Ooh. the former manager of the Cincinnati Reds, goes... Current goes, home of the dark asshole, Yes, Matt yeah. Uh, he, he was the manager of a team that is objectively not very good good and just wasting away Joey Votto's talent which is yes. just kind of heartbreaking because he's so much fun to watch and he's but, a great ball player yeah like Brian Price the manager of the Reds who were never going to be good and then they just they start off going 3-17 and 17, mm-hmm. and then he gets fired and they're still bad so it's like well was it his fault was it his fault yeah also he spells Brian with a Y and like Unacceptable. Kind of pretentious. Yeah. I, I had a friend who whose name was Brian and he spelled it with a Y. Love him to death though. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I just, he's a little pretentious. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's fine. He, I like him a lot. He wears he wears a bib when he eats crackers. Ooh, yes. When he, eats, when he eats Ritz crackers. When he eats Ritz crackers. <laughs> Ritz and Easy Cheese. Yeah. Right. He's not too pretentious to lay off the Ritz and Easy Cheese. Yeah. But when he does, he does it with a monocle and a top hat. Yes, absolutely. Um, I think our other uh, our last two honorable mentions. One, there have been a couple of no-hitters thrown this season. And thankfully, none of them have been against us. High five. And then our last one, it could be worse. We could be Robinson Cano. We could be Robinson Cano. Dude got caught, and then he was like, "Eh, I don't know what that was for. It was a mistake. But then, like, he got caught taking the one thing that is, like, the most common thing that masks other performance-enhancing drugs. Yes, he took the diuretic furosemide. Yeah. The generic version of Lasix. That's 10 years of pharmacy working right there. Boo, 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 boo. Whoa, 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 whoa. The generic form of what? Lasix. Which is what? Like the eye surgery? No, no, no. Uh, Lasix is also like the name of the drug. Oh, okay. They're just happened to be too... Did he literally take eye surgery in the form of a pill? No, because that's Lasix. And the drug is Lay Six with an X. So, so you know it's fucking extreme. So it's so so it's two eye surgeries is what you're telling me? You're correct. Okay, cool. Yes. Cool, 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 cool. And that double eye surgery makes you have to pee. A lot. Yeah, and that's how you mask uh you know, taking the roids. Because you just it just flushes out of you. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, but, absolutely. But twenty twenty vision, which is fantastic. Sure, for now. Yeah, for now. Until you forget to put your drops in one night and then you blink and then your eye sticks to the inside of your eye socket and you open your eye and just rips your eye in half. Yeah, that sounds about right. I know somebody that happened to No way. And he said it was the most painful thing. 
that's ever happened to him. Did they take out his rib in hopes that it would fix it? They did. It, it did not. It did not fix it. No, the okay. rib didn't work. They had to go in and relays again. Yeah. Oh man. Well, hey, it was worth a shot, right? Sure. And now he's got one less rib. Yeah. There so you he go. can he can lean to that side so much further. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. When he's in the club with Matt yeah, <laughs> being putting on the dance moves, right? Well, yeah, man. Um, yeah, so Robin, it could be worse. And now he's like suspended for 80 games while he's rehabbing an injury. And it's just like, oh, I didn't know. And I respect the game so much. And it's like, uh, Sorry, buddy, but you knew. Yeah. You have to me. know. You're, if you're, and here's the thing. The drug he took isn't necessarily a banned substance. No. It's only banned if they can prove that you used it to mask taking a banned substance. And the fact that he's like, my doctor gave it to me and I didn't know. But can't prove that. Mm-hmm. And he's not fighting the... He, try, he tried to fight the suspension for a hot second, then gave up. And yeah. he's just like, I guess so. He's like, I respect the game so much that I I did it. And I'll, yeah. and I'll sit the 80 games. Whatever. Whatever. You're playing for Seattle. Good luck with that. Yeah. You can join uh, Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire and Barry Bounds and Roger Clemens on the Now You'll Never Get Into the Hall of Fame for 20 Years boat. It's a it's a great looking boat. Though. It's a great boat. I mean, it's like a bass boat. So, like, you know, they've got like a trolling motor. It's like a real sure, nice sure. relaxing sure. thing. So, Mike, yeah. can I just say something real quick? Of course. Two things about the, uh, directly related to this. Number one. Do you remember when celebrity fishermen were a thing? Like when on TV, like on Sundays in the morning, there would be a TV show, oh, and there'd fishing. be yes, and there'd yes, be yes, a yes, dude, yes. usually Babe Winkleman, Ooh. and he would get in a boat, and then you'd just watch him for an hour go fishing in Wisconsin or something. For a second, when you were when you said celebrity fishermen, I thought it was gonna be like some sort of like reality show where like celebrities would go fishing. No, but the fact that that doesn't exist makes me very sad. Yeah, it's. Because I want to get, like, a bunch of D-lists. I want to get, like, Tom Arnold and, you know, Dennis Rodman on a yep. boat. And Brett just, Michaels. Yeah, just get them on a boat and just... And then what happens is the third episode, there's a twist, and they just lead them into international waters, and that's the end of it. That's it. They just go, Mark, we can't... We, we can't... Copyright, copyright, trademark, yeah. trademark. We can't publish this podcast anymore. <laughs> we, have a bil- we have a billion dollar idea right yes. now. Yes. Uh, a uh, trillion dollar idea. Oh, some absolutely. Say. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and the other point I wanted to make yes. was, speaking of uh, Royd users trying to get into the Hall of Fame, did you see that Raphael Palmero is trying to play baseball again? What? Raphael Palmero, who's like 52 years old, okay. is currently playing for an independent baseball team alongside his son, Patrick. Oh, Patrick, great. Nice to yeah. meet you. They uh, are, he played at least one game, as far as I know, went one for two, had a single, reached base. What a guy. And then threw, I think, the game winning out to his son. <laughs> he was playing, like, first base or whatever. Amazing. Yeah, it's that's crazy. In, that's incredible. But yeah, former Cub and former steroid abuser and current denier of steroid abuse. Raphael and probably Palmero. still steroid user, because how are you? Well, that's the thing, is he, that's why he's doing it. He's like... If I can prove that I can do it now, as like a 50-year-old man, clearly I'm not taking steroids. <laughs> he took his rib out. That's what he did. Yeah. That's definitely what he, he probably did. took out like eight ribs. I don't think he has ribs anymore. No, I think he's, he's just got a free-floating sternum. He's like a wacky, he's like those uh, the wacky, waving, inflatable, flailing arm tube man. Like he's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. like yeah. The, he's just The like car blows. dealership tube man. Yeah, yeah, he just like blows in the wind, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's hilarious. All right, Mike, Mark, let's get to the third um, a thing now that we're done with our honorable mentions of it could be worse. And it could not get any worse than this. No. Mike. This is the worst it could get. Yes. Mike, there is a team. Mm. A team that nobody believed in. A team of castoffs. 
A team of has-beens, never-wases, who rose from the very bottom of their sport to potentially being a championship-level threat. And that is the first-year expansion NHL team, the Las Vegas Golden Knights. They are currently in the uh, Western Conference Finals right now. Oh, yes, they are. As a first-year expansion team. So, Mike, it could be a lot worse because at least the Cubs aren't getting rolled over by a first-year expansion team. (laughs) And I know all of you out there are thinking, like, oh, they're just going to talk about baseball. Nope, we're talking about sports now. That's right. The sports world are being infiltrated. It could be a lot worse. The, the, The Vegas Golden Knights right now are literally little gianting over the entire rest of the league. They have a whole team of rookies of the year. Yes, but abso- for hockey. Yeah, absolutely. Like, Every single person on that team at some point fell down during like training camp and broke one part of their body and it healed wrong and gave them superhuman abilities mm-hmm. in that part of their body. Yep, and then they looked on their stick and they revealed a little sticker that said mom on it and it gave them all the motivation that they needed. Yeah, and then they looked out the- every single one of them looked out at the stands and there were 80 moms going Floated. Yep. And they were like, ooh, mom, that doesn't apply That's to hockey. Thing, yeah, you can't really float because it's like a hand pass and then yeah. they stop play. Um, yeah, but I get that. So, like, it could be worse. It definitely could be worse. That expansion team could just be kicking our butts right now. That's right. And and they're not. No, that's right. Because expansion teams in baseball, A, rarely happen, haven't happened in a while. Uh, and, and B, they're not good when they start. No, 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 no. Never. No, absolutely. It takes them a long time to get good. You've got to build up that farm mm-hmm. system. Yeah, I, it's... it's I, I mean, objectively, as a huge hockey fan, like it is absolutely incredible that basically a team full of... Players that the team, other teams were like, yeah, you could take them. Yeah, it's totally fine. Go ahead and have those right. guys. They're just collectively like unstoppable right now. Right. I am. I am though rooting for the Winnipeg Jets to beat them. I mean, the it, Jets. It's always good to have Winnipeg up there because they they were gone for a while, weren't they? Yeah, they went to Atlanta. Yeah. They were the Atlanta Thrashers. That's right. And then and then Atlanta was like, guys, we we don't we, we don't. You can. We don't like hockey. We don't have room for hockey anymore. We're shooting too many Marvel movies here now. <laughs> we need this room for Pinewood Studios. Duh. And they were like, "Okay, cool. We'll go back to the to one of the most coldest places in the world." And they're there. Hey, good and for them. Working good out. for the Jets. Mm, yeah, but uh, yeah, it, it could definitely be worse. The Cubs are kind of floating by on mediocrity right now. But you know what? I I gotta say. In the standings right now, we're only a game and a half back. It's May. It's totally fine. For the most part, everyone is healthy, which is what you want to see right now. Right. You don't want any big injuries to hamper our team. And looking forward, like, all signs are pointing well. I think our pitchers, they will get their velocity up. They will get their stamina up. Hopefully, Joe Madden will, you know, loosen up that leash a little bit. Maybe let guys go six, seven innings to kind of, like... Get our bullpen some rest, and we'll be able to figure it out. And the good thing to remember is, right now we're we're in a better place now than we were at this time last year. Yes. So we're already ahead of the game, and last year we made the NLCS. So you know, if we can just repeat that, I mean, we can get there. We're gold. And objectively, like we played the Dodgers in the NLCS, and they're they're hot garbage right now. So right. like, um, you know, by the transitive property, like we're making the World Series. Yeah, we're basically already in the World Series. Yeah, because the Dodgers will not be there to defeat us. Correct. We'll just have to face the Yankees and the man we gave up for a potential wife shooter at her. Yes. Yeah, I think that was, that was actually the official charges. Yes. It was on the paper. It says wife shooter at her. Yes. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, Glaber Torres uh, tearing it up for the Yankees right now. Oh my now. god, the Yankees, they're really good at baseball. Yeah, but... 
that's the guy we gave up for a worldless champion. Yeah. And I know, I get it, we probably don't win the World Series without him, but ooh, that one hurts. That, that one does. smarts. It does, but like, you know what? I'm okay with Addison Russell and Javi Baez in my infield. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably switch Russell for, for Torres. Hot take. I, I guess it could be worse. You could... Uh, you could I don't I don't know what I was gonna go yeah, with. Yeah, you could you yeah, you could have Addison Russell who's not very good at hitting the baseball anymore. <laughs> he had a good at bat last night and we won the game because of him last night, so that was great. Um yeah, Mark, I think we've wrapped it up. Things could That's be worse. Right. We still have a positive outlook on this season. That's the right. weather is warming up. Mm-hmm. Um it is finally feeling like summer in Chicago and mm, baseball is a plenty. That's right. And Mike, speaking of things that are worse, mm. I think it's time we turn our attention to, I mean, probably the world's greatest supervillain. Oh, yeah. The real world version of Thanos. Yes. It's time to say fuck you, Dusty Baker. It's awesome that time. And crackers right now. I know. Oh, I feel good. It's that time, Mike. Uh, that time we take every episode mm-hmm. to remind ourselves. Ourselves. The from, world. Exactly. That there's one man that has earned our ire, and that is Dusty Baker. Uh, Mark, do you mind if I start this week? Mike, I would love for you to start okay, this week. So you're gonna have to you're gonna have to go on a journey with me. All so right. recently I'm recently a couple of Cubs have made some headlines. That's right. I'm going to go with 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 two fan favorites. Uh, uh, Mr. Wilson Contreras yes, has made headlines that he was informed by Major League Baseball that he could no longer wear his Venezuela sleeve on his left arm right. during games. And then additionally, uh, a Mr. Ben Zobrist, mm. who has been just rocking out those PF Flyer uh, cleats from New Balance. That's right. They look great. Filling they... me with all sorts of, you know... Uh, a feelings of of childhood and, and the Sandlot and 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 it's reminding nostalgia. Me of a, yeah, it's reminding me of a time when I was getting hair in funny places and I started to smell strange. Yes, absolutely. That was yesterday for me. But well, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going through it right now. Hey, it's all right, Mike. Man, Mike, you've done really well for yourself for not knowing how to read and just now going through puberty. Hey, I do what I can. Good work, buddy. Yeah, man. It was all thanks to those Gilbert Godfrey audiobooks. <laughs> what can I say? Now, what I will say is that uh, Ben Zobris recently I uh, got a little spat on the interwebs yes. uh, with MLB telling him that he could no longer wear those uh, those PF Flyers anymore. He had to wear like the affi- whatever the official cleat is that matches the uniform or some bullshit like that. Yeah, he was throwing some Instagram shade over an MLB. Yeah, and uh, so we have two players that have been told as of right now that you know they're, they're things that make them individuals. In the game, right? Mm-hmm. Let them show their pride. Maybe, uh, you know, show pride to where they came from or, or whatever. Major League Baseball is saying, nah, bruh, can't do that anymore. And I will be damned if Dusty Baker isn't behind this. Whoa, Mike. I have the proof, and the proof is all in my heart. Mike. And in my brain. Mike. And in my... Freshly pubescent loins. Oh, Mike. He is behind this and I know it. Mike, he is behind it and I know it. Fuck you, Dusty Baker. Mike, this is huge. You are blowing this wide open. This is a conspiracy of X-Files proportions right here. And and, and you're saying, oh, Mike, you... Come on. 
Yeah, that's Joe Torre. That's Major League Baseball. Dustin no Baker has nothing to do with it. Uh-uh. Prove to me that he has nothing to do with it. I know he's behind it. That's right. There's, I, 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 might, I know it in my heart. Yeah, that's right. Just like, just like Deputy Director Walter Skinner was uh, in charge of the X-Files, but really it was the cigarette-smoking man controlling things from behind the scenes. Mm. It may appear to be Joe Torre, but my friends, I tell you, it is the cigarette-smoking, possibly cocaine-using, allegedly, uh, uh, Dusty Baker. Yes, <laughs> he is the root cause of all this, ruining everybody's fun. Fuck you, Dusty Fuck Baker. Fuck you, man. Fuck you, Dusty Baker. Mark, what do you got? Mike, I got nothing. I got nothing. Every time we do this, Mike, I have to do research. I have to go digging around for things to hate about Dusty Baker. Mm-hmm. When the truth is, I don't need uh, facts or Ooh. stories okay. or, or, or anecdotal evidence to hate Dusty You're Baker. real existential right Mike, now. Mike, I just hate... That's it. I hate. I hate that I have to go do work yeah. to say fuck you to Dusty yeah, Baker. Yeah, like why can't I just find something why on Dusty Baker? Yeah. Why can't I just say fuck you, Dusty Baker, and that's the end of it? Mark, you know what? You can. Aw, thanks, Mike. You can. So, fuck you, Dusty Baker. Fuck you. For no reason. Just because. Just because. Cause just for funsies. Because you're making life a little bit harder for us mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Mm. God, Mark, you're making a lot of good points. I do what I can, Mike. I do what I can. This is the kind of wisdom you get with a full life of puberty mm. and learning to read. God, I can't wait. This is going to be great. Um, Mark, that's... Man, we, we covered a lot of ground today. We better, we, we're all over the we're place, We're all buddy. over the place. And, yeah. I, you know, happily, I'm there. Mm-hmm. We're bringing back cassette tapes. That's right. Betamax. Mm-hmm. Shorses. Save them. Uh, you don't like Ritz crackers? Thumbs down. Thumbs down on the Ritz crackers. We've discovered that the cure for most ailments appears to be just the removal of a rib. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and not even most ailments, just problems. Sure. Yeah, it's like you're having some problems. Um, you know, just get rid of a rib, see what happens. Yeah, we need to get rid of the economy's ribs so we can see what fix what's really wrong with this country. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. That's, <laughs> that's all I got. I'm, Mark, not, I'm not using this podcast for a political platform, Mike. Yeah, and then just like the general wash of like the economy, because yeah. I guess like the econ- like I guess the economy. The economy all, as it can we always know, be better, right? The economy, as we all know, is uh, in the flesh form of a giant who stomps around above America in the clouds. We all know this. And throwing, uh, you know, an 89 mile an hour fastball that doesn't have a lot of movement on right now that right. people are just hammering. Right, because, you know, he maybe fell off the back of a shark horse or an ATV or who knows what. Yeah, absolutely. But every now and then he hits a dinger, so we pay him a lot of money. Totally true. You know, Mark, I, I, I'm, I'm excited that we got to talk. We, we covered a lot of ground. We had some happy times, some sad times, some improvements that need to be happening with our Cubs. But, you know, all in all, still a good time to be a Cubs fan. I'm liking where this season's going. Uh, there's a lot of really good stuff going on, and it, it's, been, uh, it's been good so far. Absolutely, Mike. I'm looking forward to the rest of this season. Mm-hmm. I'm looking to more podcasts with you. We'll see you next time. Mike and Mark Love the Cubs is a production of Mike and Mark Love the Cubs, starring Mike Maloney and Mark Rosenthal. Please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Mike and Mark Cubs, or email us at Mike and Mark Cubs at gmail.com.